0: welcome to nfl mayo i'm luke i'm aiden and
1: welcome to nfl mayo on this bright and sunny veterans day
0: this is our, uh, i don't know if this is our salute to service episode
1: yeah i don't know if any of you know but i'm an air force veteran uh proudly served honorably five years okay so for real though let's get into it last week they went
0: to the air they went to your air air base on first take like so ramstein yeah and i guarantee
1: they were on the flight line which i've literally spent entire days brooming during the winter
0: it was like they were showing all sorts of different places at each commercial break yesterday and they went to your air base and i was like
1: oh i I don't have the heart to
0: look at ramstein
1: that was like a good time in my life and i would go back in a heartbeat um but let's talk about football. That's what the people are here for. But you're last a veteran. week. You know, right. I think they're aware that I'm a veteran at this point. I have bludgeoned them with that information. And um then just I all I ask, take five minutes of your day to think about my sacrifice. Take uh, five minutes. It took me five minutes. Bur-
0: also my brother's birthday. Happy <laughs> birthday, Sam.
1: Yeah, bold of him. <clears throat> Happy birthday, Sam. Love you, Sam. Um The thing about last week was we had a major bitch fest from a prominent NFL former MVP, um, last year's MVP. And we also had a lot of teams dropping games that they should not have. So we're going to open up by talking about Aaron Rodgers. We'll get into the games. We'll get into the cool upsets. But it needs to be talked about because he entered the offseason, last offseason, as the villain. It was all about Aaron. It was all about his fucking principles. We don't need to rehash that because we talked about it. We waxed poetic ad nauseum. A lot of Aaron Rodgers talk in the offseason.
0: More, more than we wanted.
1: You have a, hol- you have a Halloween party <clears throat> wherein Aaron Rodgers is dressed up as John Wick. Cool. Whatever. Maybe that's why he grew out his greasy hair. Then, immediately after that, you have him contract COVID. So, a bunch of people were like, wait a minute, He's not already already uh, dis disqualified for the game on Sunday. How is that? And they're like, oh, he's not vaccinated. And they're like, what? Didn't he say he was? They're like, and then they and then they rolled the tape, and someone directly asked him at the beginning of the season, a press person, "Are you vaccinated?" And he said, "Yeah, I'm in, I'm immunized." And then he like looked all weird for a second, and then just started rambling about something else. So. Let it be known that he did lie, and not only that, he didn't even leave it open for another like question because he just moved on. So that needs to be stated before you get into the transcript of what he said last Friday in the Pat McAfee show, a show that I've been known to watch. I think Pat is funny. I think he's like kind of an everyman, which you don't get in sports media that often. However, very conceited, very, <clears throat> I don't know, confrontational when people aren't giving him praise sometimes. And on top of that, he's showing extreme favoritism for Aaron Rodgers. And I hate Aaron, especially after these antics. So I have soured on the show. But how do you want me to do this? Do you want me to start reading this transcript and we can just stop it when the shit sounds stupid as fuck? Or like, how do you want me to do it? Because there is uh so
0: much to talk about just like i mean just i to, to give wear, you cliff notes enough to where the audience like who maybe hasn't watched the mcafee clips understand like as somebody who has a cursory knowledge but like you know if there's some like if if the, if, if joe blow on the street hears the, like this instance give me some weird shit <laughs> that rogers me- said so it's just to like fucking uh okay. give i think give context
1: I think it's also important to point out and preface this by saying, um, ever since the last presidency and the beginning of this one, I've been following politics much more. And unfortunately this pandemic and the vaccine specifically have become politicized, which it never should be. This is a public health thing. I get that Some people are not big into Vax. Some people are anti-vax. Some people have allergens and issues with vaccines. I get all that, right? But about everything he said in this, like for as much as he wants to think he's a great thinker or people think he's so astute, almost every single thing he said in this was like a right-wing grifter talking point that every right-winger has been echoing. Like to a T, it looked like he was coached. My theory, he was coached. I think he He was was coached coached by,
0: by Joe Rogan, wasn't he?
1: Probably Joe Rogan, but probably others. I think he was coached for sure because If not, then he is, like, indoctrinated in all of those talking points, which is crazy. So, to start it off, this is his literal opening statement. I realize I'm in the crosshairs of the woke mob right now. So, before my final nail gets put in my cancel culture casket, I think I'd like to set the record straight on so many blatant lies that are out there about myself right
0: now. Just pause right there. Pause right there. I wonder who wrote that that's that's like that sounds like email copy as somebody who writes up I was like jesus christ Th- that was also, prepped for people he had no i cards. mean my god he was rehearsing that in the mirror for two hours but uh it, the uh, the thing that people should realize too is like every 0. 0.5 seconds he looks off camera to like it looks like he's reading huge cue cards or something it's fucking bizarre he
1: was i wouldn't be surprised if he had billboards like dude it's it's that crazy I don't think he's really that smart. I think I'm smarter than Aaron Rodgers. I didn't used to think that. He went to Cal, good college. Uh, I think he's kind of a fucking dipshit who's egocentric, to be honest. And I need to let everyone know, last Friday made me and Luke so furiously angry. This is a public health concern, right? So let me push forward.
0: I got to agree. And also, before you do, I want everybody to, like, if you're here, for some reason, this is the first episode you turn on. It's not even if he's vaccinated or not. I, lo- I, You know, I, Kirk Cousins is my boy boy. He's Exactly, not yeah, good, it, important yeah, Lamar Jackson's a, a goat, like, you know what I mean? He's not vaccinated, but they said they weren't. And then they, like, took it on the chin, like, like fucking adults. You know what I mean? It's not the even that. The most that, that like, I would say I is. I don't care. I don't care if Rodgers doesn't get vaccinated. Like, do you. But at least follow all the rules and, like, wear your mask in a press conference. If you don't believe in it, that's. That's nuts. It doesn't matter if you believe in it. You gotta wear your fucking mask and the presser if you're not vaccinated. That's the rule. Everybody else has to. Why are you better than, than the other guy who's not vaccinated? Sorry, go ahead. No,
1: you're good. That's good to say. Um, we have said things about people who are unvaccinated in past episodes. I think that they either should follow the rules to a T or not play. Like that's just as simple right. as that. I don't that like I'm okay if you're not gonna get a vaccine, but you are not the victim here. And if you play the victim, I'm going to fucking flame the shit out of you, which Uh, is exactly what Aaron does. So uh, pushing forward, and that's a good thing to hit on. Thank you. Um, He says he was immunized and that it wasn't a lie. And all of this stuff about how he got monoclonal antibody treatment as a means to attempt to boost his immune system's response to COVID via homeopathic doctors. Isn't it horse dewormer? I'll get to that. That is ivermectin. Um, That's another right wing thing that's going on right now. But that's, that's a whole other thing. We're going to get to that in a second. Um, he put a lot of energy into his research, and he talked to a lot of people. He found out that he had an allergy to the ingredients in the mRNA vaccine, which would immediately disqualify Pfizer and like biotech and like whatever else. I think the only one available is Johnson & Johnson at that point, which I got. Uh, but he didn't get Johnson & Johnson because he thinks his next great journey is to be a father, and he's worried about... Um, fertility issues with that. And another thing, that's been debunked. That's another, like, talking point. You're more likely to have infertility if you get COVID. Everything Johnson, is worse if Johnson you get and Johnson,
0: COVID. Yeah, and Johnson and & Johnson got, did get pulled for a second. Like, a second. that's the thing is, like, and it came right back and was FDA approved, like, th- potentially the scariest part. Mina Kimes said something so amazing. She's one of the best. I like
1: Mina Kimes, actually, a lot.
0: Yes, so it was, uh, her point was, like, the Johnson and Johnson thing did get pulled, but it immediately got put back. And it was like the worst part of this whole thing is maybe the fact that that is one piece of a big clump of misinformation that this dude's using his platform to spread. Go ahead.
1: He uses a lot of big words. He, and I need to rehash again. Like, it was pulled in April and then immediately put back. That is way back in the past. You had the entire summer of Taylor's, your, like, gallivanting.
0: Hey, Taylor's dad who's had two strokes and Taylor's 80-something-year-old grandma got the Johnson & Johnson. They're fine. I know that's not how this works. You don't pull two examples, but I'm just saying. Like, I mean, you know, that's I, I, anecdotal. I don't know about their fertility, and but. That's, like,
1: the first thing not to do with whatever, but, like, when the anecdotes are, like, everyone and then you get statistics from everybody's anecdotes then you find out that it's fairly safe and then it gets put out there for for widespread use that's how things work so it's just fucking anywho he uses like big words like draconian measures and protocols blah 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 blah. pat's like oh i don't know big words okay cool pat McPhee.
0: anywho is pat just wearing a fucking wife beater in a chain for some reason it was the weirdest thing in the world that's 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 all he wears in the world to like they wouldn't even <coughs> – he was monologuing just from a film aspect. He's monologuing, and they leave the three shot. Why wouldn't you just give Aaron Rodgers the single? Because we're just watching, like, like White Beater him. fucking Pat McAfee and this guy just, like, nod along and, like, stare into a I camera. I do agree. That's bad I, TV, it's because but he's, whatever.
1: He's he's very full of himself. And, I mean, maybe he should be. He was a good punter, and he has a really successful show, and he's, like, a WWE guy now, but whatever. Um, so, essentially, it boiled down to this – he, I, I would assume the NFL knew he was unvaccinated. They would have had to. <laughs> he said he followed every rule to a T and then immediately afterwards said, except for the one where I have to wear masks because I don't agree with it because it's not backed by science. So and that is hilarious to me.
0: Like, is this you were, go it, ahead. It, well, when when do we get to the part where uh, you got to learn the say uh, when do we get to the <gasps> part where the fucking Joe Rogan? The, the the straight white male who's just under attack right now. I'll, shut uh, up. I'll and, get to it. I'll get to okay. it. Okay. All right.
1: Uh, so he said all that. So he said in the facility and out of the facility, like he's doing everything except the mask thing because he doesn't believe in it. He oh. made sure to reiterate so many times that it is not a pandemic of the unvaccinated. That was the fucking craziest thing he said. He's like, this is not a pandemic of the unvaccinated. I more than likely received this this uh pathogen via a vaccinated person and stuff so he kept making sure everyone knew that he got it from a vax person and how he's handling it really well cuz he's so fit and like Aaron you have covid
0: like quit like saying how good you're fucking like it doesn't immunity is this is, is what i'm talking COVID. about the misinformation spread like it's nuts and it i know you're going to get it is a
1: pandemic of the unvaccinated i'm let me build to it um He did not mention at all during this first one All of the people who have died About 750,000 in America So fuck him for that And millions Um, of people worldwide And millions worldwide Way to make it all about you Aaron And how fucking cool you are And how a vaccinated villain gave you the fucking virus He starts talking about how he consulted with Joe Rogan He took like a cocktail of different things Like zinc supplement Ivermectin is a quote-unquote horse-deworming medicine. However, it is also widely used for human use for um, I don't know, like I don't know if it's like a dewormer for humans as well or what, but I guess it does have some viability to treat COVID and it has and been used out, man. overseas many times. However, this is a talking point because a bunch of dipshit right-wingers at the behest of grifters like Joe Rogan were were, were uh, flouting the effects of ivermectin and they were going to like I don't know, like Farm King or like whatever the fuck your local farm store is and buying actual horse dewormer at like ridiculously higher strengths and like shitting out their intestinal lining. That is why that was a whole thing. So I'm not saying he gave disinformation there. I just find it funny. You're not going to take the vaccine, but you're going to take this like cocktail of random shit, even though one of them is for human use, whatever. Then he like gathered himself and nothing – no one is more likely to do this than a white man in the wrong, evoked a Martin Luther King quote when talking about mask use. And it was basically like you have a moral obligation to resist unjust rules. And that was his basis for not wearing a mask. You're going to evoke Martin Luther King. And I'll also point out the fact that this pandemic affected people of color much more significantly than people like you, Aaron. You're an absolute piece of shit. You're tone deaf. I've been debating what I would say about him. I'm completely out on him. I don't ever want to see him succeed. I think he's an absolute fuck. Then he comes back on this Tuesday, two days ago, and he honestly went back on a lot of stuff, and I think he did that based on the blowback. Ish. And it was ish. He basically said, I stand by everything I've said, but I also acknowledge that this has been tough for people. That's essentially what he said. Um, so it's like, you, man, people. I mean, died. that's that's People's the, the clip notes. Died. Go like, ahead, talk about it. it right. I mean, that's you gotta the let part. me build, so build like, to the MLK quote. You gotta let I me build know, to it. I know, and
0: that's where it's that's that is the fucking nail in my cancel mob motherfucker. Like, like I'll tell you How that. How dare
1: you do that for like, not wanting to wear a I'm mask? Sorry, over your face.
0: Let's walk for like that thirty for a minutes. Second. Let's walk through this for a second. You're a California boy. As of as of fucking November 4th, you can't enter anywhere without a picture of your vax or a picture of a negative test. And Real quick, copy. what is it called? Philanthropy.
1: He flouted his philanthropy, too, during his cool? apologies. And uh, I, I, cool. I don't know if you remember this, Luke, but I gave him huge ups when we first started our podcast because he was giving money to Northern California businesses hurt in the pandemic.
0: Of course, but you don't. Like, dude, you shouldn't be I, giving.
1: You shouldn't be giving money a philanthropically. Term. I
0: <laughs> like. He was. It was. It was his fandom to lose. I liked Aaron Rodgers. You know what I'm saying? Like, so we used as, to praise him as we a Vikings and Bears fan. We loved Aaron Rodgers. Like there was no, which is not easy. Like, and 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 you know, same with Favre. I I love Favre, and but that had to take him to be a Viking to do it. The thing is it's like look you don't have to be a role model I don't necessarily I, like what's the line from wedding singer buddy I'm not paying you for your thoughts on life I'm paying you to fucking be you know be a wedding singer that's like that I'm not paying you for your thoughts on life you're a quarterback so like I don't care necessarily We're like, paying like, you
1: to follow the rules if you like what? yes we're paying you to be a quarterback we are literally you're only allowed to play right now because you are that's you the have thing. agreed to follow rules you don't that's get to thing. just
0: and so, there's that aspect of it. So, it's like, why if everybody else in the fucking country has to adhere to this stuff, would he not have to? That's that's weird. That's entitlement. And then, after a year with George Floyd and Ahmaud Arbery and, like, all of the terrible, terrible things. Like, it was like the civil rights fucking era part two last year. Like, you know what I mean? Like... To invoke Martin Luther King over you getting in Real trouble. Real quick, again,
1: is it evoke or invoke? Invoke. Ugh, fuck, I thought it was invoke, but then I thought I was wrong, so I said evoke. I, it's another handily, handedly debate. Okay, go ahead. I just, They're both you're words. guy, I gotta know. They are
0: both are words. Like, ev- like, you know, like, evoke also, but it doesn't fit in, in the way I'm using it. Um, okay, good. But to invoke fucking, fucking Martin Luther King Jr. and quote about, like, Use a quote about oppression. When right, it's invoked. I mean, I just can't believe it, man. It's unfathomable. That's like that's that's the line. You want somebody to fucking. Dude, I'm telling
1: you, racist. And I'm not calling Aaron Rodgers a racist, but racists love quoting Martin Luther King. But that is racist. That is the number one thing they love to quote. Like, is this your guy? Well, uh, I'm going to spin it to fit my narrative now.
0: It's so brutal. It's like. If you want to even if you want to quote about how you're being oppressed, why go MLK? Like you're that's just so it's it's tone deaf to begin with. It's fucking stupid to end with. It's like I, I I that's that was it for me. So I'm not into it. I don't need some I don't need some white dude to hop on national TV and tell the the nation why he's oppressed and why MLK would be cool with it. Like it's just he like, mentioned
1: he, he mentioned witch hunt. He me, dude, He he literally. And like, I mean, you, maybe what this the is
0: fuck. Maybe
1: like, this, this is, is how deep a- in the weeds I am with political discourse. But at one point, he mentioned how they sent a quack doctor to basically shame non-vaccinated players on teams, and he claimed he gave like false information. And the number one thing that he knew he was out on everything for was when they mentioned how if you get the vac, if you get the vaccine, you can't spread COVID, which apparently has never been said by the doctors, according to the NFL people. Um, And I don't know very many doctors who would have said that anyway, because a lot of them were saying you could still be a carrier. However... He mentioned how they made them wear bracelets. He's like, they made us all wear these bracelets to basically indicate that we're dirty. And I swear to God, Luke, he stopped short of of saying Star of David in a holocaust reference. Because that is what what right-wingers do all the time. And I was ready for it. I was like, oh, he's done. He's about to say Star of David right now. So my thing about it is... I see you, Aaron. I see you. I see where your mind is. I see who you're getting your information from. You're not some free thinker. You're fucking sham. How dare you do that and put other people at risk? There's you a lot what? more things I'd like to say, too. You like, know, fuck you for that. You know, if I can get pop
0: culture for a second, put all this aside, the most annoying thing of it all to me, I'm being hyperbolic. This is a joke. The most annoying thing of it all is that he's wearing a fucking Doc Holiday tombstone shirt? Like Ugh, such a cool shirt too! I I'm like I'm like, well, that is a decent. Do you know shirt. what he it's,
1: wore for his 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 uh, kind of apology on Tuesday? It was a that? Rise of the Rise of the Skywalker. What
0: was the the newest one? Right. Oh, that adds up because that movie sucks. So like, Rise you know, of Skywalker. <laughs> Rise is of Skywalker? that what it was? That adds up. Aaron Rodgers yeah, totally he wore is a Rise of Skywalker. Foot. That that I'll give. It's him, funny I don't know the
1: title done. off like for sure because that movie was so bad I only watched it like one time.
0: I think Disney might be cool. It was cool so bad. we forget. Yeah, it's rough. Um, So that's all terrible. I mean, good job on your bulk order of quirky T-shirts. I, I liked your office one you wore when you finally came back to the team. Here's what I'll say. It's He's like, the to worst. Quote, He's the worst. To quote, to quote like, uh, Seth Rogen and Step Brothers, it's like when I, when I sit and look back at all this off-season drama that I was giving him the benefit of the doubt on, and Stephen A. was talking about this and other people too, where it's like I just look and I go, Okay, now the tuxedos seem a little fucked up. I was like, wait a minute. That's one you of just... our
1: favorite quotes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like, wait, were you just being, are you the bl- are you to blame? Were the Packers being good and you were just being like a fucking yes. self-centered bitch? Because Probably so. On this instance, and it's a pretty big one, uh, the most divisive instance there has been in the past like few years as, as American and world citizens, to be honest, with COVID. You're definitely a selfish bitch there. So like you know what I mean? Yeah, me and like, Luke have
1: debated whether or not to call Aaron Rodgers a bitch, um, and he is—he is for that. Here's the
0: thing. Here's the thing. If Kirk Cousins got up and said when they were asking if he was vaccinated, and he and said he wasn't, and 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 stuff. Yeah, he sounded pretty dumb when he was like, "Oh, I'll I'll do all these things before I get vaccinated." But he didn't And fucking... I thought that Kirk Cousin thing was the worst that you and were going to hear from any quarterback. He sounded pretty dumb, but like it's not a big deal. He didn't spread misinformation. He 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 said less with more. Like, you know what I mean? Like and he also didn't fucking quote Martin Luther Martin Luther King Jr. Like, there's there's levels to this, man. Like Luke because he did not want
1: to wear a piece of cloth over his face for a very short period of time. Not an eight hour shift stocking shelves because you're um, deemed an essential employee in the hydro yeah, pant. Let's talk about that. You know what I mean? That. 30 minutes, Luke, like, in a press conference.
0: I w- man, I wear a he mask. Mentioned, in dude, office. you know what he mentioned?
1: He mentioned uh, CO2 accumulation. That's another, another right wing talking point that's been disproven. Surgeons wear surgical masks. all day day. every day all day you are a fucking bitch dude you're so pathetic how dare you put people at risk people might think i'm being crazy for this i'm not you need to like check where you're getting your information and have empathy for your fellow fucking man and not think you're better than pisses me off so much that that happened and he's gonna get a slap on the wrist cd lamb got a bigger fucking fine for having an untouched untouched jersey jerseys
0: yeah, the slap on the wrist was pretty brutal. The Packers barely got slapped as well, and it's whatever. It's whatever. Like, do you? I guess, but I mean, here's what's up. It's fine, I guess, uh, to to do all this stuff when the Packers are leading uh, the division and are like NFC like in the hunt. But I mean, if if Jordan Love has to stick around, if Rodgers isn't in, or if they start sliding, all of this doesn't. I mean. I don't know. I just well. Think that, he
1: also mentioned on Tuesday that there's a chance he could miss this week's game again. Yeah, because and if we you drop said two last games week, after like a seven and one start, that could potentially make you have to play another
0: playoff game. Well, and let me tell you this, man. The NFC, it's not. Let the, me it's, tell not you. The, it, it's not the normal NFC. Like a lot, I feel like a lot of times, uh, I feel like a lot of times has been kind of AFC dominant. I was going through it last night. I was actually getting my hair. Yeah, cut. Yeah, dude, it's
1: gonna, an NFC year.
0: Like I, I was, this, was thinking about dude, that. The there is the a Cowboys fan, but I'm like going through, and I'm like. I'm like Cowboys, Rams, Cardinals, Buccaneers, Saints. Saints, like Packers. Like I'm like these are very, very good teams. So I don't know, man. I we should get off it. We're gonna spend like there's some other crazy shit happening before we even get to recap, but it's just it's been it's just been so wild and, and it, it needed and to it, be it mentioned. It needed to be said to Especially be especially on this pod where we're so NFC North uh uh focused. So my
1: like my final closing comments is just how dare you like literally how dare you, you how know, dare you do man, it and how dare you come out with that take for it you're a piece
0: awesome. of shit you're a piece do whatever of shit person. you want do whatever you want but don't like don't basically like, yeah spit ma- <laughs> in the faces of people that lost like their their fucking loved ones to to COVID and uh, to, like- to something that's like. Now,
1: oh. now the fact that he has a terrible relationship with his family and they all hate him kind of makes sense.
0: Um See, I don't know it. I don't know that from Adam, but I'll, I will say the, the the I stand by what I say about the off season drama. I'm like, well, maybe he kind of curated and wanted that. So like let's talk on TV. I get it. I like, dude. Can- he got like a film. taste
1: of the fame and attention from Jeopardy. I think that is a huge catalyst for what caused him to act how he has been. He likes Maybe. being a celebrity. He's on the Pat McAfee show every Tuesday. It's Aaron Rodgers yeah. Tuesdays. And he got Jeopardy. And he's like, oh, everyone, like, I could be, like, an actual star. So I don't know. Maybe he becomes a right-wing grifter. Um, you basically are becoming what Favre was on the way out, except worse.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, it's weird. I, I, we Let's talk about the Raiders. Yeah,
1: let's talk games. Oh, right now? Yeah. Did we already we like, talk about rugs?
0: It's not rugs. They cut their other first round pick from last year.
1: But did we but did we talk about rugs, right? We did last year. We
0: week. did rugs already. Okay.
1: So alright. I just wanted to make, make that clear. So the Raiders have a lot of issues for being a team that's in contention. Um another issue from the same draft class, which will go down as arguably the worst ever after everything that's happened. So, Damon Arnett gets cut. I actually informed UNT about that, like, right as the video was, like, leaked or sent out and people found it. Some guy was probably beefing with him, and he just starts, like, taking a TikTok or Snapchat or some kind of fucking video, basically saying, like, if you come around here, I'll fucking kill you. And, like, flashing multiple weapons and just laughing. And... It didn't surprise me. I've been an Ohio State fan for a very long time. I'm very knowledgeable on our players. Damon Arnett has been one of the trouble guys. He is one of the worst cornerbacks we've had in a long line of first-round cornerbacks. He was overdrafted by about three rounds, in my opinion. When they drafted Damon Arnett, I said as much. I said, that's a third-round, fourth-round pick, tops. He should never have gone in the top 20 picks in the first round. However, they did... And the funny justification was they wanted high-character guys from winning programs. Like, you got a guy from winning program, obviously not high-character. You need a huge structure in place to keep him in, like, not saying in line, but, like, he needs support. He has, like, a lot of issues he had at Ohio State. Even, like, Urban Meyer and Ryan Day said he had immaturity concerns. So I've never been a fan of Damon Arnett, and that's surprising. When you're an Ohio State player, there's only a few Ohio State players I don't really like. And I actually strongly disliked him the entire time. I thought he sucked at football, and I thought he was kind of a piece of shit. He's, he's really not good at football. He had, like, one cool play his senior how does, year where he kind of cast a on his arm. Pick? And he, you are in a long line of really good cornerbacks at Ohio State, and, and three to four years prior, every single one that started got picked in the first round. And you're the yeah. benefit of Chase Young's pass rushing. No, like, Luke, that's really what it is. I get what you're saying. He's really not good, and he wasn't at Ohio State either. Like, I've watched every snap, multiple times sometimes. You benefit from having Bosa, you benefit from having Chase Young, and you benefit from having a front seven that's overall more athletic than the opposition, and then the back end gets to benefit. Is Okuda a transcendent cornerback talent? I mean, he doesn't look like it on the Lions, but I do think he's good. And then Denzel Ward is good. He picked off – who did he pick off Joe Burrow for a pick six, hundred yards, both at Ohio state at one time, but Damon Arnett was never good. He was literally the other guy every time. And he always got targeted and they always got a fuckload load of yards. Cause he sucks. So that's all to say he we will see what happens with the rest of his career. He is now out for flaunting guns and saying he's
0: going to kill somebody.
1: It Great. Just, look. Like you look can't the- pick up guys with character concerns and have
0: them go to Las Vegas. It's just not going to work. All right. So, but are you talking about John Gruden? Are you talking about Re- like, you know what I'm saying? Like, look at the everything like, you have to just... have
1: really straight and narrow guys to be living in that city. I've lived there. I know, I know. there's temptation what everywhere.
0: What a year though. Like, you know what I mean? Like to, to imagine, like, sorry, I got, Raiders... I
1: got heated on that one. No, it's
0: fine. But imagine the, imagine us at the beginning of the year and how excited we were about the Las Vegas Raiders. And I'm like, like didn't expect so it to be like this well it's it's comical in the extent of like me being like the raiders are good i love gruden like and it's just like the year has taken such a turn uh some of which is so tragic particularly with the rug situation i'm still so sick over it um yeah. so we can move along uh i want to there's a little bit more goss um that broke and it needs to be acknowledged it, it uh about dalvin cook Well, OBJ as well, but let's talk Dalvin first. Yeah, and then you're right. There is big OBJ drama. So
1: Schefter, I'll I'll, I'll let you talk about Dalvin, but I'll just first say that I don't know if you saw this, but Schefter did come out and say he could have handled that information better. And and I think that's because everyone was so fucking confused. But go ahead. Yeah,
0: Schefter's post was weird because it it immediately led you – it led the witness in a way because, like, Schefter's – okay, anyways, late – this one's confusing uh, audience. Late a couple nights ago, uh news broke uh essentially of like a lawsuit going on uh, between Viking star running back Dalvin Cook and I, I guess his ex girlfriend uh now. Um it the way she Who's also reported, in the military, thank you yes, for your service, ma'am. Military ha- of course. <laughs>
1: Happy Veterans um, Day.
0: Uh, and, and, uh, according to Schefter, like Schefter made the post where it's like Delvin Cook has been the, has been the, the recipient of abuse and stuff. And so I'm like, immediately like it angled me to think one way. And then m- like minutes later, the ESPN quote came out and it's like, no, she's suing, she's suing him for, and saying that like he held her at gunpoint and like in the house for hours and like beat her up and all this other stuff. So, and there's like images and screenshots of texts and like. It's Instagram literally a he, he said she said, but and it wasn't like, presented very so like, clearly. On one end, like it looks as though like Dalvin Cook is like I got maced like point blank, and like like my house broken into by a, like a stolen garage clicker, and here's what happened. And then on the other end, it's like Dalvin held us at gunpoint, like my face got busted up, and it's like, fuck, domestic violence, fuck, hitting women fuck the fact that like that is so commonplace in the NFL. Um I don't know I don't know what happened and it might be a second before we do know what happened. Uh like I think I think they said like police weren't called that evening, which I think is weird either way. Like either way you cut that that fucking pie but um I'll say this, like it doesn't look good, and I'll say that I'm not gonna sit here and defend Dalvin Cook because I'm a fan of the way he runs the football. Like, like so. I'm
1: not really even that much of a fan of the way he runs the football. I'm a David I'm Montgomery guy. If it, it, I've been it, on it, that for weeks and it's been pissing Luke and T off, and then all of a sudden this happens, and yeah. again we gotta wait and see how it how it plays out. Oh, he and could it, very well be the victim. We don't know because course, it was so confusing.
0: Of course, so it's hard. And if he is make- the
1: victim, I do think he should have fair treatment you know what i mean i do think women can abuse men too absolutely and that and however they're on the the statistics are much more skewed towards it's women skewed um i'm not especially can't in the NFL.
0: and i and i and i will say that i would like to wait and see what happens before make anything hard and fast it's just like i'm not gonna sit here and and defend defend the dude until i know everything and i'm not gonna sit here and damn the dude until i know everything but i will say that it doesn't look good and um i'm i'm certainly not like it's just i would wonder if he's gonna play until that when it's on the field things well but it's like when it's on the field things it's part of the game but when it's all these off the field things with everybody it's like Well Luke,
1: this happens every year. And I mean, maybe this year's a little mm, bit more this heavy, feels hot amped. and
0: heavy. This feels amped. It feels like twenty twenty happened and everybody in the entire country was holed up and now nobody well, this knows. This is how true. To act. This this it's is like, a good take. It's like it's not it's just
1: like, in the NFL, it's pervading everywhere. all over the place. Look at, at, at world
0: Like, you know what I mean? Like as horrible that tragedy is. And like 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 public that's a good One of the kids, to of the kids like, it's that I so took sad. my
1: public one of the kids I took my public speaking class with last year died from SIU, was trampled to death. At, at Astro World. I know him.
0: That he is was absolute, in my class. That is absolutely I
1: fucked. It actually fucked me up a little bit because Dude, he was so bubbly and bright. And I remember watching his speeches because it was online formats, so It was a weird- I'm so sorry and, to hear that. That's Yeah, horrible. it sucks. I've thought about it more than I realized I did, but he, he spoke so much about like rap music and how passionate he was about it. And I think another person that died was his friend that also just graduated Fuck from SIU. Fuck that, man. So. It, and so that's what I'm yeah. saying. It's
0: like I just feel like it's fucked. It's like
1: we're actually not having school on Friday because SIU's lost four people this year. So if you really Jesus want to talk Christ. and like to gun violence, to that stuff, like we are in a time where people have had significant unaddressed mental health and physical health things happen, unprecedented, and now we are entering back into what we would hope to be an the same situation, but it's not. Nothing is the same as it was. It's unprecedented. And we have to adjust to this new normal and we have to be empathetic and we have to have compassion and we have to have like a sense of community. It can't be everybody for themselves, dog eat dog, just pissed off and fucking um, apathetic about everything. Let me tell you, man.
0: Let me tell you, know, you, let's, you drive I'm for five minutes now. in LA. <laughs> you drive for five minutes in LA and you get how pissed off and and not empathetic people are um it, it, so that's that's all i'm saying i feel like it's not just here we're getting like it through like we're getting it in a vacuum in the nfl with all these things but it's just a a small fraction of what's going on in the larger picture like the world is like for we've never been closed the world down like needs that.
1: healing and we weren't and given we're the back, ability to heal
0: it's tough so yeah it's tough man and that mix that in with the cocktail of all the like civil unrest and the election and all this stuff it's just been a fucked up few years so a capital like, got stormed i mean we just gotta i, I mean I, well, let's just talk about football because that's what we're here for but uh, you know but, it's just something for everybody to snack on it's a tough tough go out
1: there. i would advise that anyone who hears this take the time to compartmentalize and think about everything you've gone through and you know like pushed through
0: like talk to we've, a doctor if you it. want I love talk to a doctor, but like
1: you need me too. they've been very helpful. Um, be aware that you're a survivor and that you made it through something unprecedented and that should be lauded, but also try to connect with like how things were before this and understand that it's not just you that experienced this, everyone Mm -hmm. did in their own way. And we need to, we need to have compassion for each other. So one more thing in the, um, character concern corner. The character concerned corner of the episode. Uh, Is that alliteration,
0: my friend? Of course it is. Character concerned corner.
1: Obj. uh, Free free obj. Justin Jefferson letting him know after the fact. Yeah. So what is there to say? We mentioned obj. I was correct. They did cut him. They didn't get anything. I was shocked. I I don't even know if they're going to get. (laughs) I don't even know if they're going to get a compensatory pick because it's in the middle of the season. So whatever he cleared waivers good for him um if he doesn't do well going forward then whatever then you then you're just a diva like you Move had a couple then. good years where you were a potentially going to become one of the best wide receivers ever and yes you had a lot of plays where you were wide open and Baker Mayfield didn't hit you we don't know why Baker can hit other people down the field and not you i don't know it seems that he plays better without you you're out now you're finally a free agent you can make your choice it seems like he's gonna wait and see how this weekend plays out and pick a team with the best record possible to ring chase. Kinda hope he goes to the Packers and they just blow up, like with all of the character issues. It'd be so nice. whatever. We talked about OBJ. It it bore true. Like he he did get cut, which is kind of ridiculous. They should have traded him. Um Let's talk about football, Luke. Let's talk about the actual games. So the Jets dropped one on Thursday night last week to the Colts. These resurgent Colts. Went nuts. He could crazy not be game. any happier. It, it was so crazy that I almost just tuned it out. But the one thing that sucked was Mike White.
0: Is it Mike White? Mike White needs to Mike get White. right? Mike White traps. needs to get spanked White for setting traps.
1: He hurt his arm. Like, after 50. the first drive where he threw a nice little touchdown to yeah. – uh, to Moore, they're, they're, uh, Ricky White, Elijah Moore, the rookie wide receiver. One thing to note, um, oh, geez, J- Josh Johnson had three touchdowns. In really Didn't he hurt actually. his little but
0: thingy? He hurt
1: something on his arm or hand. Anywho, though, Jonathan Taylor almost had 200 yards and two touchdowns. He's a top three running back, at least this season, and yeah, he great. was my favorite running
0: back Hines is from great that too. class. Hines is great, too.
1: Oh, my God. Naheem Hines moves
0: so fast. Quickly. Like he He's runs gonna like love I this. did in high school. He's going to have the biggest Joker smile listening to I us know. talk good about Naeem the Colts. Naheem
1: Hines runs like I did as a cornerback on the football field, except he actually moves forward quickly. Like <laughs> oh, I had dude. the quickest, the quickest gait, but I didn't move forward. I did not project, pr- propel myself forward. So congrats to the uh Colts. Hopefully you can keep building off that. Carson, you know, good job, Carson. Really good play, Carson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Carson Let's do it for
0: Carson. All right. All right. Next, next, a huge letdown.
1: Money. Bengals dropped one to the Browns where Baker's barely even alive on the field. Dropped not one?
0: Didn't great. they get the living piss beat out of them?
1: Forty-one sixteen, 16 Not great. Donathan Pe- Donovan Peoples-Jones is the next OBJ.
0: I went and um, grabbed him on Fantasy like four weeks ago, like in multiple leagues, and he's not, he, he's got some upside.
1: Now, viewers know me to make a lot of predictions that don't turn out to be true, but what they don't know is I'm pretty good at picking sleepers from the draft. You are. And yeah, uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones is a sleeper that I predicted would do well. And it's usually superstar athletes that go to a, a place where they're not utilized correctly, a la Stephon Diggs, a la Peoples-Jones in an
0: archaic Jim Harbaugh offense. Diggs, that doesn't work. Stephon Diggs How? had like, he was underutilized in Minnesota. He yeah. had like back-to-back no. thousand-yard seasons. No, at, at Maryland. Oh, okay, I thought you were saying, like, okay, I understand, I understand, I understand. Yes, he was Luke. at Utilize in Maryland. I was like, don't do this. Don't do this right Luke, now. Luke, sweetheart. Buddy, I need what do something. What are you thinking? I, we're so what are you bad. thinking? All right, go ahead. No, no, no.
1: He was a five star recruit who went to Maryland, which was kind of strange because yeah, they don't usually haul in, in the draft. best. Yeah, and I told you that, and he was like a fourth-round pick, and I'm like, yo, this guy was injured and hardly utilized, and he might blow up, and I'm usually pretty good at predicting that, so good for the Browns, that was tough for me, I've been like heavily watching both uh, Ohio teams, but I've been having a little bit more of an eye on the Bengals, Uh, they are now, I think, at the bottom of their division, and if not, the second from last, so good for you browns good for you baker you really came out and proved these doubters wrong baker broncos I, beat the shit out of the cowboys which was even more crazy but if you had something else to say go ahead no
0: and not really i mean they, they beat the shit out of the cowboys Th- these are like a, a lot, lot of, of teams games. got beat that they shouldn't have mm-hmm. um bridgewater went off how does cooper rush back... how does cooper rush put chrome to the vikings dome but then Dak can't uh you know is well it this was arguably Dak's.
1: Maybe. This was arguably Dak's worst game I've, I've maybe ever seen, and especially after he's established himself. Yeah. I didn't watch the whole game, but I did watch some, and it's, it wasn't a good look for the Cowboys, though I do still think that they're in a very good position. And that was a good win for the Broncos. It really was. They have, they're have they getting – speaking of hidden gems, Jonathan Cooper, who I think was a sixth-round pick, he was a real try-hard guy, block O number for Ohio State, former five-star defensive end who is undersized he's producing at like a miles garrett level the last three weeks Hell like yeah. really not
0: like he that. had a
1: dude he's been good they got like i think the broncos had the best draft class out of everybody and i think i said they were in my top draft classes but when you get guys like caden Stearns, former high five star went to texas didn't play well had flashes as a freshman getting like a great pick you've got guys like quinn minards who you know we loved in the offseason From Wisconsin Whitewater you got Jonathan Cooper you've got Baron Browning from Ohio State you got Patrick Sertain who's gonna be a top five corner at some point like they had a really good draft class um good win for them next we had the Dolphins beating the Texans I mean not too much to say about that both teams are pretty shitty good for the Dolphins to get a second win in the win column though do you have anything for that one
0: uh Tyrod came back um yes and he's not. He didn't look hot. And <laughs> so, didn't play. Didn't play great. me out We love you, Tyrod.
1: This is a Tyrod Taylor friendly podcast. Falcons beat the
0: Saints by two points. Oh, you ready look, for this, people? But the Hang Falcons on. are on the up. Fun prediction. And then I will talk about the Falcons. If if Aaron Rodgers leaves, the Packers should get Tyrod. Hmm.
1: I mean, I'd be okay with it. I think they'd obviously go with doors. love. It's like
0: a loud ass garbage truck.
1: Yeah, go ahead. I mean, I don't have too much to say about this. The the Falcons finally figured out that Cordero Patterson and uh, Pitts is just like a one-two that is good enough to win you games on offense. Let's talk and about the I Falcons. I hope Calvin Ridley's
0: okay. Like he has stepped
1: away from the game for mental health issues. I hope he's okay.
0: Me too. And that kind of you know kind of stands to what we were sort of I guess soapboxing about earlier. But excuse me, I have the hiccups good for him for it's it's the philly cheesesteak with pepperoni oh, i know I it's had not Domino's last night um, it's GERD.
1: it's gastroesophageal reflux
0: disease. well it's all this coffee i'm dumping out too but good for calvin ridley for for making that statement that takes a big man to even say that publicly um uh th- just honestly it's true uh that you that's had a, a couple people say. come out hard for mental
1: health last year and now it's like
0: become an actual talking code which is good like good that's I mean, people feel safe that way it's a good it's a good way to feel <laughs> safe is good um, the Falcons, man, good. the Falcons make me think of like, if is good, they're like, they're the opposite of the Vikings in that they don't have as much talent as us, but they know how to win football games. The Viking has, Vikings have all this talent and can't win. Mm, I'm sorry. I, mean, I don't know if
1: I like that take because the Falcons, the last three years, four years have been the team that loses games. Like when they are, but look, it, at so like, look at this year, look at their record comparatively.
0: They're coming through right. and winning games. They shouldn't. And the Vikings okay are if you're just gonna say
1: this year, but I'm just gonna I'm say we're like, gonna circle like, back. I ahead.
0: would, I wouldn't even care. Like, I'm not, I'm not fucking kidding. I'm seeing them Luke's. figure out using Cordero Patterson. I'm seeing a team that's at 500 that's actually like that shouldn't be, that should be much worse. And they're like fucking doing it. Do you know how, like, from the fucking, like, I'm looking, I'm looking out the fucking outside through the fucking glass at that like wow that's that's a pretty fucking christmas display over in atlanta that's how that that probably feels pretty good because i'm living in this fucking hell of of uh of just getting cock teased the entire season like (laughs) you have been been i've been really patient about it um, but I will say, You've like, been just I,
1: gifting I, me wins on our pick total by. Who letting is me pick it? Who is it?
0: Arthur White, Mike. Like, who, is that who the the? Arthur Blank, Arthur, the coach of Atlanta. Oh, Arthur Smith. Arthur Smith. I would fucking take him in a heartbeat. I I think that that's a head. His coach. dad owns UPS, founded UPS. Well, I love what UPS. Can Brown do do for a lot of business you? with them at Jan Silent Bob deliver. So. uh fucking a man i get where you're coming from i didn't need to
1: specify that they have been a team that has dropped huge huge games where they were up by a lot so but yes i get what you're saying
0: historically but i'm just talking about this year i'm just talking about this year in a a year where like there's a lot of like close losses especially look we have smart listeners so i have to just mention it we have smart Everybody listeners. knows the Falcons dropped a Super Bowl 283. Like everybody knows this. <laughs> uh, everybody knows Matt Ryan in the playoffs. They lost to saying. that
1: Cowboys uh last year last year at the beginning of the year. I'm just saying De- this before year, dak broke it.
0: After last year where Treadwell went consecutive games with touchdowns. Now this year they took another Vikings first round receiver and he's crushing. It feels good. Like I'm looking at them and I'm like, ah, how do they know how to Clint use Barrel's like not
1: quite a receiver.
0: But he was when he was drafted. And he makes quotes every week in the news cycle now. Like, he's popular again. I love it. I'm so happy to see it. I love Cordero. So, like, this I'll is good stuff. I'll never
1: forget the Skycam view of him returning that kickoff return touchdown, which was one of the most cinematic things I've ever seen.
0: I've been um, happy about Raiders, it. I'm a big Cordero Patterson fan. Even when he was on the Bears, I'm like, figure it out because I love him.
1: Raiders, after losing first-round picks from the same class two weeks in a row, also lose to the and Giants. And interim head coach. <laughs> yeah, so... I mean, I don't know what to say about that. Like, that seems to be a team that should be in disarray. We'll see how they continue going forward. I don't think the loss of Damon Arnett is going to do anything. I do think the loss of Gruden and Ruggs is going to affect them. I think that will affect them much more. So the Patriots beat the Panthers. And Darnold will be out for I think four to six weeks potentially, and I just read this morning that they're they're potentially talking to Cam Newton again, which is crazy to That'd have Cam amazing. Newton come back.
0: That'd be really that's a great story. That's Madden worthy. Um, let me ask you this, man. With this, with this, uh, sorry, Taylor texted me, um, with with Sam Darnold's injury, is this the end of him as a starter, like? Is this the end of Sam Darnold? I think
1: starter?
0: absolutely.
1: I think he played like ass. He showed his flash of talent, his arm talent, his, his like running ability, and then he comes to a new team and he does that again. But then he also quickly shows that he is a turnover machine and he can actually lose you games. I think someone else will come in for him and play better because that team does have talent, and I think it'll be the end for him.
0: Yeah, it's it's it's. Uh, I, I would agree. He'll be he'll league.
1: he'll he'll jump around. Don't get me yeah. wrong. But As he's a not going to be. No, he. No, I that's mean what he I'm could saying. start a game again. But he's not going to be brought in to be a starter again. No,
0: he's he's gonna end up. You know, and I hope he does stick around in the league. But I I, I had very little confidence in Sam Darnold, the football player, going in to the season in Carolina. I wasn't willing to put it all on Gase. I was I, I I really I mean I watched him at USC as a Notre Dame boy so it's like I like, that bad is my tummy just started hurting and I'm supposed to get a bunch of food today. Well, you know you know what you know what to do about that. Pop a pop some Pepto Bismol and, t- and pick Let me up.
1: Let me see that tums. All right, next game. All right, Bills drop one surprisingly to the Jaguars and what ended up what being the, the sex fuck? number game. six to nine yeah uh so i I have a bold statement i'm gonna make later about justin fields and i'll just say it now justin fields has done enough in the last two games to prove he has the most talent out of any of these rookie qbs this season and i'm taking that into consideration with a steady play from mac jones (laughs) with trevor lawrence beating the bills um and i think t had another comment about like wilson or something but like fields fields is showing that he is like the most talented and he can make plays that only a few people in the league can make and i haven't seen that for many of these other rookie qb's however
0: i mean you look at me however you want luke justin fields is the future of the nfc north i'm not saying he's not and not only that i'm gonna give it up for how good he looks sunday but i i think mac the bills Mac Jones has the been an NFL starter. He looks like a four-year vet this season. Like I I'm not willing to give anybody like what is Mac okay, so I have given Mac praise for how
1: he handled the homecoming game for Brady. I've given him praise for his steady play, but he has not done anything on the field that I have seen with my eyes that it has blown me away other than be on time, which is what he is. Well, what do that he is have what to? he is. Why
0: does he have to? No, like, and I
1: get that. No, I get that. I'm saying Justin Fields has done in the last two days. He has made multiple plays that only a few people are capable of.
0: Justin Fields, and that is what people want in the NFL. Justin that. Fields, not you know, playmaking aside, he he was able to look. My my favorite thing and one of my big marks is what can you do in two minutes. What can you do when the game's on the line? Can you get your team there? Can you drive 90 yards? Can you get can you get in a field goal range and win the game? And the fields did and, and like, could. Did and Let could. me also put it that into this. Correct. Amazing. Let me put it into like, this that perspective. That is not easy to do.
1: You have a Mac Jones coming into one of the most solid franchises in the NFL that has not seen a lot of turnover. You've had one of most pretty much the solid. Fran- play- they were
0: not good last year, and that was with an MVP slash Heisman winner at the helm. With Cam Are you Newton. kidding
1: me? They've had McDaniel's calling their plays for sure. like ten seasons. They've had like, Belichick forever. I don't think we've this was had... an opening shot. Okay, so Cam for Cam Mack Newton can't, can't fucking throw. You have a you have a system in place that has been there for years. That's you have true. Fields come into an offense that has been broken the entire time that Nagy has been the head coach and before that he comes in with less talent. I mean, you could argue. Obviously, Allen Robinson more talented than any of their wide receivers, right?
0: He hasn't even started the whole the year. Are. That's my thing. That's my thing. It's like, I I'm love Fields, saying, and I'm rooting for him. But what does he start at You six shut games? the fuck up. Shut the
1: fuck up. Mac Jones came into a solid system. A system set up for him. Fields came into a system where Maggie, Nagy, Matt, Matt Nagy does not know how to cater to the talent at hand. He has what is what I would call the reject system of the Kansas City Chiefs, wherein they'll have a play, and two weeks later, Matt will try to utilize that play with his shitty players, and it won't work. And Fields has overcome that and shown out despite it, whereas Mac Jones has stayed steady in a
0: system built to his skill set. Sure. I mean, hey, it's if you're asking me if I think Fields is kicking ass, of course. I'm, I'm just saying I, I think – it's Mac for me. I understand your points. I Mac Jones
1: beat the Bills. That was a huge. That was a huge win. And you know the Bills did not play well. J- Josh Allen had two picks. It needs to be mentioned that Josh Allen got sacked, picked, and stripped, and like fumble recovered from also Josh Allen, which wow. is one of the craziest things Simulation. of all
0: time. They were having a yeah, good time. Yeah, this with has that been such. Analysis. Are we even
1: alive? Are we? Did we die? Like, did we take a? And if then die. like,
0: at some point? It's honestly, like, if I look back on what's gone down in our lives the past year, I could believe that. I could believe we're dead. We're in purgatory. Next, like this Gravens. is purgatory, go that's ahead. killer. I've always figured purgatory would be really fucked up. All right, go ahead.
1: No, no, all you Vikings Ravens. Go ahead.
0: Oh motherfucker! Um, <laughs> you found a way to lose.
1: Congrats.
0: Ooh, this is tough. I, you know what? I stood by my pick because we played the fucking Ravens well until the end. So you're beating them pretty good. I know we do that. We beat people. I've been so patient, and I'm pretty fucking hurt. I gotta be honest with you. It's starting to sting a little. Um, the Vikings have lost by 18 points total this season. Total. That means, like, at most, we lost by, like, seven points in one game, and then the rest have been, like, three, five. Like, it just, like, and we lead in the first half consistently. What's up, Al? Oh, Allie. Allie, come say hi on the pod. Come say hi on Mike. Um, Talking about the Vikings is good timing.
1: Hey, let her know not to talk about Steve Hutchinson being an absolute beefcake.
0: Nah, <laughs> Dude, Aiden's Aiden's talking about how you love Steve Hutchinson. That's the understatement of NFL mayo. Uh, uh, Allie, Allie is Allie literally, and this is no fucking joke. Has a signed in person Steve Hutchinson jersey. Tell her I said Kirk Cousins Allsamer. is milk toast. Oh, no, I'm getting that. He fucking he said Kirk Cousins is milk toast. I, I think Allie would probably agree with you. Um,
1: I still owe Allie a plate. Childhood
0: toys listening. Uh, Good to see you, Allie Visited. Ali's in town. Um, so that's his sibling, and arguably also my sibling. The um, like to a lesser extent, but like let's be honest. Honestly, the Vikings are going through it, fam. And I, I ha- here's the the realization <clears throat> I arrived at this week. If we have that much talent, and we are capable of beating teams uh through 3 quarters of a game and w- i've seen time and again that kirk is capable of of, of getting us down the field Getting us in position to get the f- field goal. Getting us in position. He can he can do what he needs to do. I've seen us have two, like, Jefferson as one of the best receivers in the league. And Thielen, who, granted, hasn't been uh, utilized as much this year, is still a star. I've seen Dalvin Cook run well. I've seen our defense, like, uh, uh, like over-fucking-achieve, to be honest with you. Uh, Your our, offensive our... line's playing better than I thought, too. Exactly. And it's like, our pass rush is good enough. For the most part, that it covers up for how like whack our secondary is. It's been crazy. We've put we've we've beat the brakes off of for most of a game. Great teams. We should have beat the Cardinals. We should have beat the Bengals. We should have beat the Ravens. We should have beat all these people. And it, it, it at some point it, it's my realization is is it co- it has to be coaching right? Like and I yes. and I'm not the guy. I'm not the guy that calls for people's heads. And certainly the organization is not. We're so patient. But if you sure need to because week in week out, if we can do all these things week in week out, and the play on the field is doing it for the most part, why are we in this position so much? Like it's got to come down to coaching, and I'm not calling. I never called for Zimmer's head, but I think it's time. And I gotta be real with you: waking up with Zimmer still as the coach was actually surprising.
1: Yeah, Uh, welcome to my life. I thought after we lost to the Buccaneers it would be Matt Nagy ousted. I thought he'd be gone. I think both of our teams need new coaching staffs, maybe even a new GM, though I do like your GM, Spielman. Brother of Ohio State legend. I like
0: Zimmer. It's not even like that, I don't like but...
1: Zimmer that much. But the thing is, we are in two different places, and I kind of hinted at it last week when I asked you which position would you rather be in. Now, I think the Bears aged out of their competitive playoff hopes they aged out of it their defense is too old you have found something in fields you strip down you build around him and hope for it in the future the difference is the vikings do have the talent to compete for a playoff berth at the very least and that's not deniable like they have a lot of talent on their roster it's is there a lot of older talent sure and that is why i think you guys need to get a new coaching staff because i think your window is maybe one year like really maybe two well and, and let me tell you this you have to rebuild because kirk makes so much money guaranteed and you don't have a rookie qb in the shoe and that's how things work now you we're aware of this it's rookie contracts let you fill out the rest of your team but your defense has talent you have Everson and a i think daniel may have got hurt you have
0: daniel's uh, <laughs> out for season um there you go so i mean like um, but ever came You're off punting the street on the year and is, but you could it. have a good year next year. Could, if and you had a big, good coaching should, staff should like, this is the team they've been waiting for. This is the team they've been waiting for all this time. The team that they like, the Vikings have like been trying to build and it's like these three to four year, like cycles and waves of trying to craft this fucking team that can go get a bowl. It's here. But it's not going to happen. Luke,
1: baby, this is what you came for. Lightning strikes when the Chargers move. I, I mean, seriously. So here's and what I'll everybody's say.
0: everybody's watching Herb. It, do you know how I swell with pride when good. I watch You're this. playing
1: the Chargers this week. That was a good we one. Are. I don't
0: care what you think. I, no, I really enjoy it. I'm just hurt right now. And so <laughs> the audience is going to love <laughs> no, it. No, I I'm enjoy sad. it. <laughs> um, fucking it, the Vikings looked amazing, Put in the boots to MVP former MVP Lamar Jackson, like for- until
1: he put the boots to you and continue to carry his team with like eighty eight percent of their offensive yards, which is I
0: unprecedented. Mean, so that's the thing, and like it's almost like, and I've said it before: it's what would you rather? Do you want to get blown out every week, or do you want to lose by three in overtime?
1: Like we've talked about this, it
0: hurts more to
1: lose. I I firmly believe. For me specifically, I would not I would rather not lose, but it hurts less to lose by a lot than it does to lose in a close game where you think you could win. Because when I lose to the Browns and the Buccaneers and Justin Fields gets sacked 9 times, I'm just kind of disgusted. And I'm like, well that they deserve that. But theater, then when man. you lose by a last second field goal, which we'll get to, that that sucks and it hurts and it makes you really disheartened going forward.
0: Yeah, and then, and don't get me wrong, like, there's been this, in this game, there was an instance where, in overtime, the Ravens got the ball and fucking bar, swatted and picked Jackson, making it sudden death. All you have to do there is get up and get the field goal now. And we couldn't do it three that's and out coaching. right you know it, it, yeah and so wasn't it like, three and out right afterwards yeah uh yeah if it wasn't three and what out, what about was, like
1: that young guy and, that had the kickoff return touchdown if you get it in wangu or how do you pronounce it i think that's right in wongu like, yeah yeah dude when you have a, a special teams touchdown which the bears also did like that should be a game winner in and of itself that should be tipping the the tide in your favor every time the scale well you and, I mean? and this
0: and this is something we saw. Like there was another instance. I can't remember the specific game now. Early in the season, uh, it was at the beginning of last month. I can't remember who we were playing necessarily, but where we were given the chance to make like to to go to put the dagger. Uh, it wasn't overtime, but it was the fourth quarter. We were gifted like an opportunity. Is that the Browns? And it was the Browns gifted us like a, a chance, and we and we couldn't do it. So it was a
1: very low scoring game, and you had the game in your hands at the end. Yeah. So, as much as we like to talk about Kirk dialing it up, he does not dial it up in clutch time very often. And that's just that's true. not
0: that's that is not true. It like, is true, it isn't that, historically. That is a misconception yeah, is. of Kirk Cousins. He I don't agree, but Kirk Cousins is auto fucking matic at the end of second and fourth quarters, getting you where you need to go, everything you need a veteran quarterback to be. Every, there is the time where he doesn't come through. I sound like Rogers. I'm like, except for last week when he didn't come through. No, but like, no, but, (laughs) but I'm just telling you, I I think for the most part, Kirk Cousins, you, if Kirk Cousins were your quarterback, you'd be so pleased and you don't even know it. I have given him praise and you know, I hate him. I'm just saying he is a good QB. He's been getting a lot of statistics this
1: year. Not a lot of wins. And I mean, maybe they're not all on him. But statistically, historically, if you look at big games and primetime matchups and stuff like that, he does not perform prime super time, well. Like, it's just, I'll give you a stat. It's just true. Um,
0: I'm going to the Chargers this week and we'll talk about it later. I can't fucking wait. Let's move along. And
1: everybody is watching Herb and they beat the Eagles by three. Yeah, they beat the Eagles by three, 27-24. Um, I like seeing Jordan Howard back out there on the Philly, yeah. like- a, a really good fourth round pick from Indiana, formerly UAB, I believe, and then they lost their football team. Good for the Chargers. It's not great to see them come off a win after they had dropped multiple. So Herbert, we'll see what happens with Herbert. The, went thirty two for
0: thirty eight and threw for almost four hundred yards and three touchdowns. Yeah, he's
1: he had a couple bad games, but he's back on his bullshit. He's back uh, slinging. He's gonna feast of
0: Harrison. Have Smith fun is, against Harrison your secondary. Harrison Smith's out from COVID and last week. I don't know if he's back this week, but he's going to feast if he's not back. Well, I mean, I'm sure he'll have a dirty play and get ejected either way. But,
1: I mean, it's going to I'll have all eyes on that game, and I expect you to send pictures. Going so, to
0: I Can't wait.
1: <laughs> Packers drop one to the Chiefs. Obviously, the storyline is that Jordan Love came in and played in relief of Aaron Rodgers. 19 of 34 for 190 yards and one touchdown. I did not like what I saw from him. I also did not really like what I saw from Pat. I think these this chief team is kind of broken this year, and that's just how it is. They're pretty bungus. And did you realize how like rail thin Jordan Love looked?
0: He's so scrawny. Um. No, I mean, I knew he's kind of small. I, I feel like sometimes these quarterbacks uh, come in the league and they're small early on and then they bulk up. Uh, Not my baby Justin Fields. <laughs>
1: that guy's um, rocked
0: up a vegan diet. Rocked he up. Is, he he That's is. That's discipline, Luke. He's a piece of broccolini. He's a good-looking guy. <laughs> um, but, I mean, I thought Love would maybe thrive getting all those start, uh, starting snaps in the offseason when Rodgers was doing his thing. And, uh, you know, close game. It would have been sweet if the dude could have executed. He, I guess, but you're
1: 7-1 Packers who's been killing it since week one against the Saints, against a Chiefs team that's dropping games like hotcakes. And you can't come out on top, he, and they only not, beat you
0: by six? He's not winning the starting gig. He's not pulling a Mike White.
1: Justin Fields would have scored
0: 35 points I don't know in about that, that game. I'm high on Justin right now. I loved. I am. All I right. love the boy. I love the little shit.
1: I am a tried and true Bears fan. Uh, very reactionary. Do you have anything else to say about that game? It was just kind of a disappointing no. game.
0: No, it was really me. stinker. I recorded it on on. Uh, I recorded it on DVR to like like pour over because I thought it'd be really interesting. Um, it was not.
1: Another game very disappointing to me because I didn't find out until the last second that Kyler would be out so I lost my fantasy matchup when I was in first place by a uh, lot of points. Uh, uh Colt McCoy leads the, that's a name. Colt McCoy leads the Cardinals McCoy, 31 dude. to 17 over the 49ers. This 49ers team not doing well. It's insane. I don't dude, get it. They do you have see me so doing much the Oklahoma
0: Horns right now for Colt McCoy. Yeah.
1: Dude, I don't know exactly what it was but i i keep seeing this clip of this like seven year old going like this and just horns down really hard to the camera from a college because that's like
0: that's uh taunting now and we'll get to taunting oh i can't wait for the taunting
1: yeah so cardinals eight and one the fact that they kind of handedly handedly handily handily they handily beat the 49ers when they still had garoppolo and all that like Wow that's kind of surprising I thought the 49ers would be much better this year it's got me wondering if they would keep uh Shanahan around like that's kind of crazy to say but this has been multiple years of this and yeah like injuries play a huge role for the 49ers but they're really not doing well for how much talent they have I don't um, get it
0: I don't have much else to say about Vikes, that kind of a similar situation to the Vikes right now in, in San Francisco except for they then we the have Bowl and we didn't. <laughs> Yeah, the final game of the week, which was also surprising, was the
1: Titans beating kind of beating the shit out of the Rams. Like that that was was not a good game for Stafford. Beat the shit. Justin Simmons fucking wrecked that game, and this is what happens. And like the Rams have more star talent on their roster, absolutely. Even like and especially with Henry out, but the Titans have depth and they have a lot of rugged players. And their, their defense doesn't just have an Aaron Donald and a Jalen Ramsey and then a Vaughn Miller who didn't play, but at some point will. They don't just have three good guys. They have a bunch of solid guys. And Simmons is a very good interior pass rusher. And he they, they blew up that game plan. They absolutely blew it up, and they fucked up the Rams. And if that says anything, it says that this Titans team, even without Henry, is competitive. And they will have a playoff berth, and they could shake things up in the AFC
0: adrian peterson had a touchdown uh like right at the end yeah yeah but still it's another touchdown for ad didn't he um, go over dickerson it's like he has like 125 touchdowns or something like i believe he he surpassed somebody That's on amazing. the all-time touchdown like, list. He kept, he's gonna keep moving up um looks pretty swaggy in that number eight um no not much to say i was really surprised that I thought that I mean, I thought that game was gonna be it's not that it wasn't a good game. Like you it, it's awesome to see one good team just it not was a living shit bath. out of another good team. But um I thought it'd be a lot closer. So really interesting. People are really high on the Rams. Uh it's hard not to be. I wouldn't count them out just yet. I just my thing about the Rams is, and I don't even think
1: it's up for debate, they're real thin. They are real thin on depth. And that's what happens when you trade away all your draft picks for superstar talent. Like, yes. They can win big games, but I'm telling you, dude, they have two injuries. They, they're they like a less than 500
0: team, maybe. They have it's like a couple through, big injuries. I mean, they just got to make it happen. Cooper Cup's know. super good, too. He's incredible. And Oh, shit, that was loud. Uh, he's incredibly good. Stafford's incredibly good. Um, I think they can make a long run, but you're right. They are thin, and they're old. So, uh, there's some veterans there, but... Uh, I want you to talk to me about oh, the Oh, by Bears. the way, I think – yeah, that's the Monday night game. I think Aaron – I said Aaron Donald was, like, older, and you're like, he
1: couldn't be. I think he's, like, 30 or 31 maybe, mm. but he's he's older than we think.
0: Okay. I still
1: remember him coming out of Pitt, and he had won every, was, like, yeah. award in college, and everyone's like, he's too little. And I'm like, I don't know. This guy's really good looking. He's got, like, insane athleticism. All right, I like Bears Pitt. game. I've, I've, they're, they're, they're classy. I like Pitt. So – and I think you guys drafted a defensive lineman out of Pitt, correct? Yeah. Did you get Boogie Basham or something?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I, I I don't think I got Boogie Basham. If I do, I want that jersey. Holy shit. Find out, talk Bears. I have to, I have your to boy, know. Your boy's getting a refill. All
1: right, I have to know about this Boogie Basham. No, you got Twyman, and he was from Pitt. And you got Patrick Jones from Pitt. So you got two Pitt guys. Um, was Boogie Basham not there? Sorry, this is like slowing everything down now. Okay, I can talk about the Bears. I just wanted to know, because this guy's name is literally... Like, his nickname is Buggy. It'll load. We'll get back to that. Bears game. So part of this game, I didn't get to watch as attentively as I'd like, because unfortunately I am part of a group project for college that I am doing a bulk of the work for, and I had to get everybody together via Zoom so I could basically tell people what to do because no one's doing anything and we have to have like a work in progress done by next week and had to have it presented by yesterday to our professors. So I had to miss some of it. I mean, it was on, I just couldn't watch some of it. And on top of that, we were on the phone for a large portion of it and that's fine. And I love it, but I don't pay as much attention when I'm talking on the phone. However, this was a game that I thought feels was going to get lit up by TJ Watt and he did. I think TJ Watt had three sacks. Whatever. This was a game that I didn't think we'd win, and we didn't. By the way, Boogie Basham, real name Carlos Basham, he played for Wake Forest. I was confused, oh, but you guys did to get Wake two Forest. Three. The Demon Deacons, you guys, and they lost. They were undefeated, Ra- but you Ra- did get two Wake Pittsburgh Forest. guys. Ra- Bears lost at the last second to a field goal. Justin Fields in the first half played, I'd say, okay. And in the second half, he played like a top five QB Like at times. He really did. He made throws that not very many people can make. He made plays with his legs not very many people can make. He had by far his best performance, and this is coming off of last week where he went against another great pass rusher, uh, Nick Bosa, and he made jaw-dropping running plays. So the things that stood out to me in this game. David Montgomery coming back from injury gets 13 carries. Um, I like to see it. However, I do think we need to lean more on the run, and I think that Khalil Herbert deserves some carries after what he's shown the last few weeks. Cole Komet, immediately after I talk shit about him, goes out and has his best game, and I think he had the highest PFF rating of a receiving tight end this week. Patience, Good for brother. him. We Oh, I like Cole Komet. Don't get me
0: wrong. I like him, but he has played very poorly you, this year. Before the game said that Cole Komet should bulk up and move to left tackle.
1: Sure, and you know why? And was that a joke? I don't know because he's been a really good blocking tight end on chips and we really don't have a left tackle in the future. So, And he's tall, and I've seen it happen. I think there's a couple tackles in the league that used to play tight end. Don't Don't count it out. These Notre Dame guys are good at blocking. However,
0: they are they really good are. for him.
1: Good for him for for showing out, and they have really good tight ends too. He's one of the worst ones out of the like recent string of them. I
0: think he's already perf- outperforming like fucking. I'd say he's outperforming Eifert. I'd say he's outperforming uh, Eifert. What? I- where's Eifert? When in Eifert? The no, when Eifert came into the league. What? Help me out.
1: You're Eifer didn't play well when he came into the league. Is that what In you're Cincinnati saying? Cincinnati was okay. He was really good. He was a red zone target, bro. You're crazy. Maybe we got to like pull up the stack year. comparisons.
0: Like, I- I'm and telling then you, Rudolph- Komet's already showing out. And then who's my boy that uh, we had... Sorry, Taylor texted me again. <laughs> we had uh, my... like I-, I-, I All I'm saying is Cole Komet's crushing harder than you realize, and harder than uh, a lot of recent Notre Dame tight ends.
1: He's a handsome boy. He's from hey, Chicago and Arlington I, I can't believe I
0: threw Eifert under the bus like that. I'm, I, Dude, I Eifert had I, really I good stats. I don't know what you're talking about. I think he went away. I think Kamech's going You said Tyler Eifert was a piece of shit. I feel sick to my stomach about it. I'm so sorry. Uh, he was. It's ugh. okay.
1: Three throws in the second half stood out to me more than any, and he had a lot of other throws that were also good. Before I talk about that, though, Justin Fields has a certain skill set when it comes to passing offense and it is pushing the ball down the field. It results in sacks. It results in a lack of check downs at times. He is a very aggressive QB and we knew that coming in. We don't have the offensive line to prop him up to be able to take those shots. However, he managed to get some off in this game and it was fucking jaw dropping and he looked very good and the entire NFL community rallied behind that and was talking about him ad nauseum. So, He had a throw to Allen Robinson on a go-ahead where they needed a big play, which he saw that the the safety came up. He saw he had one-on-one coverage. Allen Robinson basically ran like a skinny post to the sideline. He hits him perfectly in stride right off the back foot drop on his hitch. Perfect. Right when um, T.J. Watt is screaming around the edge, pops it off that back foot, drills it on the sideline, puts him in a go-ahead. And it's either the next play or two plays later, rolls out to his left, across his body, throws a perfect dime to Darnell Mooney. And those two plays alone were enough, right? And Justin Fields has shown the last two weeks and throughout the season that he is a fucking weapon rolling out to his left. Not very many QBs can do that. What was the talk about Baker Mayfield? He's going to roll out to his right every time. Justin doesn't need to roll out to his dominant side. He can literally roll out left and throw it like a shortstop on the money down the field. Crazy. But those weren't even the best play. The best throw he had was that seam shot to Jimmy Graham, who's finally showing up, where he took a major shot right after letting the ball go, fit it right in between the safety and, and slot corner. It was maybe a linebacker. Insane throw. Not very many people can do that, especially under pressure. That was What we needed to see, and it's funny because Bears fans are like, I don't really care if we win or not. Like, I'm just happy to see Justin Fields play well. That's kind of the consensus right now. However, our supposedly good defense immediately gave up a huge drive and they won the game. They won with a game winning field goal. So, why did that happen? Why did that happen? Maybe it's because the referees threw the game, which is also a huge talking point. Cassi- Cassis- Cassius, I think, Marsh comes in looking swagged out with tattoos, very swag. long flowing hair. I remember the play very well. Um, ben had to step up in the pocket because he had pressure from like an interior rush and I think Robert Quinn, and then he gets blasted by Marsh, who then does his roundhouse kick celebration, which is very swaggy. And then he goes over and just like kind of like looks at the sideline, like kind of flexing, like "Hey, I was on your practice squad, and you guys got rid of me. Maybe you shouldn't have done that. Did you see what yeah, I he just did?" The, he
0: gave him the the pretty woman. He's like, "I was here yesterday, and you wouldn't serve me. Big mistake. Huge, huge mistake."
1: And then he turns around and tries very very hard to avoid the official who. Fucking hip checks him and then throws the th- the flag like he just had a walk off three pointer. Tony Carinti, that is exactly what happened.
0: Luke, uh, don't don't give that. me that smarmy fucking look. I think it's somewhere in the middle there. There was
1: multiple egregious it's calls. Bias take,
0: but I will give another. You okay, the, I guess did you
1: did you see a play where for some reason we didn't block or I guess it wasn't this play, but there was a play where. T.J. Watt got Justin Fields, who tried to run through the middle to get positive yards. He turned, pointed at Fields in the the right tackle, and then turned after that. After pointing directly at them while celebrating, did his little kick flex thing that he always does. How is that not taunting? Pointing at the player you just made a play on directly at them and then doing a celebration, but the other guy can't
0: look at a sideline, so you have to create contact to be able to justify it? Aiden, the contact thing wasn't it. He the he was throwing the flag before that, but the flag's bullshit. He to didn't go. No,
1: no, no, Luke. He didn't.
0: He did not throw it until contact was made. I think Fact. it was already coming out before. No, he even got Luke. Bumped. It wasn't. Aiden, I don't know if that's true. I think that they were I've already seen calling it, Luke. The... All right. Oh, but I'm just gonna let say. you know. Here's what I will say. Regardless of any of it, I don't think it's fair in the off season. The headline was, we're going to make a concerted effort to cut down on taunting. When two seasons, or maybe three seasons ago, you put a camera Taunting in the was end like zone. the thing you could do. <laughs> you put a fucking camera in the fucking end zone. That was
1: in 2018 they did
0: that. Oh my god. Which makes, there's the opening of Basketball, which the movie is like still a pretty genius this is commentary Luke's favorite. <laughs> on yeah. professional sports. Yeah. And it shows how, like, the, like, the the soul and spirit of, like, 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 sports have just, like, kind of, like, all been sucked into hell. And they're showing how, like, teams got bought by corporations and how teams move cities for more money and all this other stuff. And they have, like, the scene of, like, the NFL team where they score a touchdown and the whole team, like, fucking breaks into, like, a line dance in the end zone. That's actually what's happening now. It was a joke then. It was satire. And that's legal. But a guy can't fucking do a roundhouse kick and stare at the sideline? After so I don't agree with Getting it. picked up Listen off to the me. other team's do practice squad Do not agree too. with it. Do not agree with it. It fucking blows my mind. I'm pissed about it. But that wasn't even the worst flag of the game, am I right? And I'm not a guy who bitches about refs really, but I just don't think it's fair to like CD Lamb can get fined for an untucked shirt and this guy's getting like a, a fucking game ch- like changing flag for staring at the sideline when we are doing choreographed fucking duck duck gray duck go vikings minnesota uh in the in the fucking end zone and all this other bullshit it's bizarre it's absolute fucking two-faced bullshit
1: (laughs) there's only been a few times when i truly thought that the referee's decision actually turned the tide and like decided a game this is one of them i think when ohio state played clemson a few years back and lost. Okuda had a forced fumble that they called back and we had a sack on Trevor Lawrence from Sean Wade, which was called targeting. Those plays changed the game and I thought they were both bullshit. Targeting in college is ruining a lot. Taunting is ruining a lot in the NFL. And many people have said it, but wait until that happens in the playoffs and decides a game. And Dee watched the game, the end of it with me, which is not very common. And she's like, how can that happen? And I'm like, babe, a few years back, a guy... Blasted a wide receiver or running back, whatever, on the sideline while the ball was still in the air and they didn't call it. And then they had to change the rule and had to make it so you could challenge pass interference. And then they got rid of it because they couldn't do that successfully. We need to hold referees more accountable. Not only was there that call, there was a billion offside penalties, which I'll say this we are a very undisciplined team. We have the most personal fouls called. We were offsides or encroachment like six times in the game. Another one, I didn't send this to the group chat, but there's been still images. The uh, the field goal where we missed it, where we went for like a 66 yarder, they were offsides. TJ Watt was offsides. It's not even up for debate. Like his it's entire true. head was offsides and like two other dudes were offsides. The referees threw that game a hundred percent. And I know where you're coming from. Like, yes, he did posture for a while while the punt team was coming out for the for the
0: Pittsburgh Steelers. It's not where I'm coming from. I'm just saying I see where the flag was called. He was, I think that was being called, but they did
1: not. All right. So this is exactly what happened Two camera angles. He postured, turned to run to the other sideline, dipped his shoulder and hip away from the guy. The guy went from being forward and turned to, to centering and throwing his hip back, hit him. And then immediately after contact was made, he took his hand and went, And threw it up like he did a walk-off three-pointer, like, dramatically with flair. Like, that is exactly what happened to the point where our press pool asked him about it after the game. And they're like, so was it the contact that drew the flag? He's like, no, it was the posture. I don't think the contact. Like, because he knows. He's going to get in trouble for that. And the whole community, the NFL community had two takeaways. The referees ruined that game, and Justin Fields showed up. Mm -hmm. And that was his moment. And that's what we took from the game. I think the referees ruined the game in my opinion, and I don't always say that. I think there's bad calls in every game this season, but that one definitely decided it. I need to say great job to Boswell for recovering a Jakeem Grant fumble on a kick return and hitting major field goals. Uh, Great job by Joel E.A. Booneyway and DeAndre Houston Carson for getting us back in the game at the end with that punt return, which we recovered for a touchdown. Great for them. There were good things to take away from this Bears team. Still think Nagy needs to be gone. I think there's got to be some, like, a reckoning with the fucking officiating in the NFL. Are you going to delete something? It looks like you're
0: marking. No, Taylor's texting me. Sorry.
1: Okay. So we've been going for a while. This is one of the longer podcasts. It's been a good podcast. It's been today. fun. Well, here's uh, the
0: thing it's w- Veterans Day, which is wonderful for Aiden. Uh, you're off, and, and, and for you're veterans. off for my sacrifice. It's wonderful. It's my brother's birthday, but I also get the day off, too. So uh, I'm not as rushed this morning. I'm having a great time, like, getting into some debates. I feel heated. I do too, but I do think
1: it's time to transition to our picks for the week, unless there's anything else you want to talk about from last
0: week. No, not really. It was I'm a weird to, week. I'm ready to go, uh, get into it. I feel like we covered everything. All right, let's do it. Tonight's game, Baltimore at Miami. I've got Baltimore. Also Baltimore. It's, it's ridiculous to, to bet for Miami <laughs> right now against Lamar. <laughs>
1: atlanta at dallas uh yes atlanta is on the ups and yes dallas just dropped a a stinker for some reason but i'm still taking dallas
0: i i don't want to go with my heart jesus christ that's annoying um i don't want to go with my heart anymore because that's how i lost pixie last week so i'm just gonna be smart
1: i did win last week guys i Uh, won uh,
0: yeah uh, so cowboys
1: (laughs) Jersey, here I come. Yeah, man. All right, dude. New Jersey, the state and the state of mind. That's where Green I'm the at. State, baby. New Orleans at Tennessee. Uh, this is a little bit tougher. Tennessee has proven they can win without Henry against a very good team. It's hard to pick against them and their record, and the Saints have dropped some questionable ones. Uh, Yeah, I'm not taking Simeon. I'm taking... Tennessee. You
0: can't. You gotta you gotta go Titans. They just beat the shit out of the Rams. The Titans are gonna slay these fuckers. It's gonna be an awesome game. Jacksonville at Indianapolis.
1: I'm gonna take Indy, though I think it could be a close one.
0: Bro, I'm gonna fuck your head up and I'm gonna take Jacksonville.
1: Go ahead. We need to have some uh disparity between our picks, you know? Cleveland at New England. At New England. At New England. I got New England. Surprising, I think I picked the Browns every week.
0: Um, wait, did you pick the Browns just there? I picked New England. Oh, oh, um, I'm also picking. I'm also picking New England. I thought you'd pick. Yeah, Cleveland, you though. pick
1: New England almost every week, and I pick Cleveland almost every week. Mm-hmm. But I have a hard time seeing them win, even though they beat the shit out of the Bengals. I can see
0: it. I don't know. I can see it. Fuck it. I'm taking the Browns. All right. I, I think that's a safe role. I, I see with both them. sides of this. I coin just scared my little
1: pip. My little pips all cuddled up next to me. And they, I know
0: with all the adversity last week against the good Bengals team. None of it affected them. And they balled. So I could see it. Buffalo at the New York Jets with Mike White getting another start. Um, I'm going to take Buffalo
1: even after a bad loss.
0: I think I'm also going to go with Buffalo, although I do love me some Mike White. <laughs> Buffalo, for sure.
1: Detroit at Pittsburgh. Uh, I keep wanting to give the, the Lions know. their first victory. I know. It's hard not to, but I'm going to take Pittsburgh.
0: Yeah, the Pits- Pittsburgh just beat your Bears, dude. That oh, means they're going to fuck the Lions up.
1: There's one other thing I need to highlight from that game that I'd be remiss not to mention, and it is against the Bears, and it is something I almost sent in the group chat, and I want to know if you guys noticed it as well. Something that T.J. Watt mentioned after the game, and this has been happening in other teams too. The tackles are getting a jump on the snap. That's for sure happening. And just getting fa- uh, and getting
0: away with a false start? Is that what you're saying?
1: Yes. Yes. 100%. Now, Larry Borum, our fifth-round pick out of Mizzou, came back attention. from an injury... Um, he, he played very well. He went against Nick Bosa last week and TJ Watt this week. And despite those like very difficult matchup, he's, he's played well. However, he is false starting maybe almost every play. And it's not just him. It's other teams. I'm seeing it too. I think I saw it in the Broncos Cowboys game. You see a lot of these and I'm like, wait a minute. Are they like, are they like, all right. So tell me, did the, did the offensive linemen go off cadence or do they go off of like movement to their. And they're peripheral. I'm assuming they go off cadence.
0: Offensive linemen,
1: yes, have to. Defensive be linemen,
0: no, no. You know cadence. your count. You D linemen count. go off. Ball. Right,
1: defensive linemen go off of motion and they watch the ball. Ball movement. I don't get it though because these offensive tackles are getting a jump start on these on these good pass rushers. It, it's it's just clear and I don't know how it's not getting called. And I saw it in live and I'm like, well. I was waiting for the false start like four separate times. And I'm like, I guess that's he's timing it perfectly. I, I don't know, but we can move on from that. I just wanted to mention it because TJ Watt brought it up. He's like, I guess these offensive linemen get a fall, get to get a half second head start. That's really Jesus, cool. Jesus,
0: man. I gotta pay attention. I have not been looking at that at all. I, I, that's if that's happening, that's fucked. Um, Tampa Bay at Washington. I'm taking Tampa. Also, Tampa. These are easier picks. It feels like.
1: Carolina at Arizona I'm taking Arizona even if they don't fucking have Kyler Murray yeah come on it's Arizona Minnesota at Chargers
0: I'm definitely taking Chargers thanks for the free win Luke have it Skull. I'm going to this fucking game I couldn't be more excited my sister's here tonight mom or my sister's here now mom gets here tonight my brother gets here tomorrow Sunday is mom's birthday we're going to SoFi Stadium, man. Uh, my sister, she came to LA. She's getting a yeah, win on Sunday. Yeah, we, are, we all mom, got the same haircut. She's getting, getting a win. We all got the same haircut. Game. <laughs> they are
1: getting some fucking victories. I got on a fridge Sunday. full of
0: PBRs. They're going to the fucking Vikings game. Um, win, 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 fucking win. Oh my god! I hope to god. Me and mom are rocking Everson Griffin jerseys. Um, can't wait. Philadelphia at Denver. I'm taking Denver. I'm going to take Philly. Off the gut. I think Denver was a fluky win last week, and I think Philly played really well last week. So I'm going to take Philly. They did. Seattle at Green Bay. This is tough
1: because we don't know if Aaron's going to be playing, right? Right. Um, and it's it's. – I'm taking Seattle because I think it's going to be God damn Russ it. Back.
0: I was going to just beat you to it. I was going to be like, yeah, you know what? Seattle either
1: way. I think Russ is going to be back though. I'm taking Seattle.
0: Seattle. You you as well? Yeah, I was saying I'm, I would have taken them either way. Like, even if Rodgers is All back, right. I take Seattle.
1: Kansas City at Las
0: Vegas, I'm taking the, the Raiders. 100%. Oh, that's a sweet pick. All right, I'm taking the Chiefs. But I understand okay. why you picked the Raiders, and I think it's very feasible. And then on Monday night, we have Rams at San Francisco interdivision matchup.
1: I'm taking the Rams. This fucking 49ers team has really let me down.
0: Where's it at? Oh, it's at in San, San Francisco Fran because SoFi is where I'm at. Um yeah. I gotta think about this one for a second. I know it should what be mean, the Rams. While you think, I'm gonna count how many different picks we have. I know it should be the Rams, but Damn, we got the,
1: five this week different.
0: The fact of the matter is the Rams bounce back. The Rams bounce back and they're gonna but they're gonna beat the Niners. But um i blacked out i blacked out but i like that matchup a lot it's so sexy it's so california i'm gonna
1: let you know i have to pee with such a ferocity after get this out of here podcast. and go
0: do your veterans day grub i know um, i gotta go
1: get a free, grubbage, get your dude. free grub and dude
0: thanks for getting up and doing this oh dude no problem
1: um i i know that i have to cater to your schedule because the, you are you know you're the king you're the king uh, of the castle in la Uh, But no, I understood you had shit going on. You have family coming in. And I couldn't love your family more. I couldn't love the NFL more, except I could because you could get better officiating. NFL, Um, the organization, I I don't know. The
0: taunting stuff's weird.
1: I couldn't love the NFC North more, except I could if you would have suspended Aaron Rodgers for endangering the health of those around him. Um, I couldn't love food more except i could if it was given to me freely and aaron rogers a thank you for my service the coolest
0: thing goodell could have done would would have been uh suspending aaron Rodgers for hearsay like hey don't say weird shit
1: <laughs> it's not hearsay it out, it's he lied
0: plus. he lied and then didn't wear
1: a protective measure in front of other people and his justification for that was because they're
0: vaccinated so oh, speaking of which i wanted to mention this earlier Dakota Dozier got hospitalized for COVID, and he is vaccinated.
1: I saw that. I was going to bring that up. That was like yesterday, right? How
0: he had breathing issues and stuff, and like it was COVID related and stuff. Like, dude, Pat McAfee
1: had a breakthrough case
0: that put him on his ass. I'm just telling you, like, it can happen. It will happen. Like, it it, this is not, it's not the boogeyman. People are dead. So, like, I just, I just, I just hope. I mean. It's, it's, Luke, it feels, do you remember when we were growing up and we used to get
1: shots, like, all the fucking time in sports, physicals, and it was, like, a nothing? Like, it's like, oh, yeah, people do this because we care about other people. You have people. to get
0: vaccinations to go to public school, so it's like, I don't even want to go down this road. It seems like it should go without saying, and, and I'm not I'm not judging anybody for whatever, personal decision, but just be thoughtful. Like, if you're not going to do it, just please wear a mask, and, like, I, it's not that big of a deal, so um everybody needs to respect everybody's personal freedoms but we also need to like the whole thing about that constitution we all love so much is you're not supposed to infringe on people's rights as well so like the nice thing to do is wear a mask and we're all safe and we all take care of each other and you can be i got it right i got a title they can be left wing and you can do all these things but
1: uh dude i i mean i get if you're like stance on certain major like inflection points in society is like you're more conservative and stuff but when it comes to public health in a pandemic that's just
0: let's just help each other out that's how i feel yeah this is
1: so stupid um i i'll say it i don't care i think today's today's american right-leaning individuals and especially the far right are the most um triggered easily most snowflake like weak-minded people they they cannot stand to have anything not like allow them to remain in power in society and, and their privilege. And if you even mention anything against their privilege, they make a huge, huge fuss about it. And the title for today's podcast is going to be the Mercurial Principles of C- of
0: Karen Rogers for NFL Mayo. I've been Aiden. I'm Luke. Happy Veterans Day to veterans and to Aiden. Have a great one. Love you guys. Have a good weekend. Bye. Just kidding. Welcome back to NFL Mayo on a Sunday. Sunday morning before the Vikings Chargers. I'm in L.A. with the fam before Vikings Chargers. Hi, I'm Allie. Yeah, she's back. I think you were on the episode earlier. I was. Well, they know who you are then. Oh. Well, I, was really I guess there's no camera. I'm a
1: very interesting person. I should always reintroduce myself.
0: That's true. Allie, Vike's going to take it today?
1: I think so. Hopefully Kirk didn't come. <laughs> you
0: or at got, least
1: the good one came.
0: Do you have any thoughts on Odell Beckham Jr.? Going to the Rams, because after we ended our episode, he went to the Rams. I think he's chasing something he's never going to find. I mean, aren't we all? That's well put. That's well put. It's actually better than anything Aiden's ever said on the show. Uh, That sounds shocking. uh, uh, Also, the other thing that happened uh, after me and Aiden hung up the other day was uh, Cam Newton back to the Panthers, uh, which is a very beautiful reunited kind of story. Reunited! Uh, reunited. Let's just hope no female reporters get to him. <laughs> Did he, What happened? Oh, yeah. I remember he was like, oh, isn't it funny that this girl's trying
1: to talk to me? Like a female reporter. Oh, whoa. A couple years ago.
0: Oh, Allie <laughs> bringing all sorts of stuff back to the oove. I forgot about that. Uh, he, he's going to bring his weird hats to Carolina, um, and we'll see what happens from there.
1: I'm not buying your Greek yogurt. <laughs> uh,
0: and that's pretty much it, honestly. I, uh, I'm here with the fam. It's mom's birthday. My, my, I wish my mom a happy birthday. Um... And school Vikings, talk to you later Okay, now we're really almost done Because uh, I didn't post the episode But we went and saw the Vikings Chargers Sam, my brother, how'd they, how'd they look? Amazing, that was a win Big win, big win Mom, didn't. we didn't blow a lead? No, for once we played a full game Mom had a birthday yesterday birthday. Cam Newton looked good against the Panther Or as a Panther Touched the ball twice, scored twice Round and a pass We see odell i think tonight so we'll see what happens there with the rams
1: i still think Kirk cousins isn't that good
0: i i think i think he's ice cold i love me some kirk but um he needs to get vaccinated (laughs) it probably wouldn't hurt anything Uh, i wonder if he's immunized anyway i will see y'all later talk to you on thursday with aiden